Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, December 12th, and we start with local news. Spring Hill Parks and Recreation Director Casey Williams brought the most recent plans for the expansion of the Walnut Street Skate Park to the City's Planning Commission last week, which includes the addition of four pickleball courts. Along with the pickleball courts, a building that will contain restrooms was proposed, but city staff and engineers have concerns that will need to be addressed. Currently, the restroom building's height is not tall enough to meet code at just over 12 feet. The city's unified development code requires buildings to be 14 feet under the current zoning. I think it's appropriate, even though it is a restroom, that we are consistent with making sure we build to city standards, City Development Director Peter Hughes said. Hughes also asked if the building was planned to be used as a storm shelter, which Williams said it would not, at least not to her knowledge. Commissioner Jonathan Duda asked if the park would have any lighting, but currently city parks close at dark, which would presume there would be no lighting for need for lighting at the park. Williams, however, did state that lighting could be part of future plans for the park. Spring Hill will enhance the Walnut Street Skate Park with a $300,000 grant that will fund these additions and improve Fisher Park at Port Royal by adding a small Americans with Disabilities Act compliant mobility track with cornhole, lighting, irrigation, and field restoration. The grant is part of the $7.6 million awarded to communities throughout the state from the Local Parks and Recreation Fund, or LPRF, program, and the Land and Water Conservation Fund, or the LWCF, program. The state is also awarding $1.9 million in grants from the Recreation Trails Program, or RTP. Parks are a very important part of our communities, and I am very pleased these funds are available for this project, Senator Joey Hensley said. They serve as a wonderful outdoor space for our residents, improving the quality of life for our citizens and promoting outdoor activity. I congratulate our local officials who were instrumental in helping secure these funds, he said. These recreation amenities will enhance the quality of life in our community, but will also give residents with disabilities greater access to our parks, said State Representative Scott Sapicki. I thank our city leaders for their partnership and for submitting a successful application for these very worthy projects. It was an honor to support their efforts, and I appreciate TDEC's investment in Spring Hill, he said. The LPRF program provides state funding for the purchase of land for parks, natural areas, greenways, and recreational facilities. LPRF funds also may be used for trail development and capital projects in parks, natural areas, and greenways. The LWCF program provides grants to states to administer to state and local governments for the acquisition and development of public outdoor recreation areas and facilities. The grants require a 50% match. The RTP is a federally funded state-administered grant program, providing funds for land acquisition for trails, trail maintenance, trail construction, trail rehabilitation, and trailhead support facilities. These grants are distributed in the form of an 80% grant with a 20% match. U.S. Representative Andy Ogles has paid a $5,750 civil penalty for multiple campaign finance violations incurred during the 2021-2022 election cycle, a Federal Election Commission spokesperson confirmed. 
The commission agreed to the fine in early October after assessing Ogles' campaign with multiple penalties for missing and late-filed reports, illegal contributions, and insufficient reporting documents. The Ogles campaign blamed its compliance issues on, quote, internal miscommunication, according to the publicly released settlement terms. In addition to the fine, Ogles' campaign has until January 2nd to set up a specific tracking and reporting process with the FEC and must undergo additional training with the FEC by October. An FEC audit from March found more than 10 campaign finance violations from Ogles' 2022 campaign. The report details $90,000 in unreported receipts from October of 2022 and an undisclosed $50,000 transfer between political committees. Letters from the FEC also named former Ogles Treasurer Lee Beeman and Thomas Datweiler, a Wisconsin-based compliance consultant associated with multiple instances of improper bookkeeping for Republican candidates across the country. Elected mayor of Murray County in 2018, Ogles built a reputation among Tennessee's far right by opposing COVID precautions and gun control. Last year, Ogles won the Republican nomination for Tennessee's 5th Congressional District over former Speaker of the Tennessee House Beth Harwell and retired National Guard Brigadier General Kurt Winstead, both viewed as moderate alternatives to Ogles. In November of 2022, he comfortably beat Democratic State Senator Heidi Campbell for the seat. The district previously contained all of Davidson County and was represented by centrist Democrat Jim Cooper before state lawmakers split up Nashville into three congressional districts. Representative Ogles' office did not respond to a request for comment. Columbia Fire and Rescue Station Number 1 is prepped to undergo a long-awaited renovation, which would not only update the existing facility, but expand it and provide additional services to employees. Plans for the renovations were first presented to Columbia City Council in July of 2022 and were revisited Thursday during the board's December 7th study session, which included comments from the main architect, George Newber. We're excited, as well as our crews, to get this project underway, Fire Chief Ty Cobb said. The project is estimated to cost approximately $4.8 million and will be overseen by architect Newber and Brindley Construction. It took a season of time for us to wait for the opportune time to put this project together, Newber said. We took advantage of that time at numerous meetings to discuss the expectations of what they are looking for with this building, he said. The renovations plan to not only upgrade the current 13,675-square-foot building at 1000 South Garden Street, but expand it as well. This includes adding an east and west wing that would add sections for men and women, women's dorms, a training center, and bringing the facility up to the modern energy code standards. This facility is tired, and basically we have to gut the interior to make the upgrades, which include electrical, Wi-Fi, not to mention design changes and staff expectations, Nuber said. We took a lot of liberties in beefing up this building's thermal ratings. That will help the life cycle costs when it comes to heating and cooling the facility, he said. In addition, the building will also be designed to withstand an F3-level tornado, which would allow the command center and IT to remain in place in the case of severe weather if such an event were to occur. The renovations will also include a 35-person training community room, upgrades to the kitchen, and is designed in a way that is segregated from the rest of the facility, which Nuber said is for security reasons. Parking will also be added to the rear of the building, as well as a new roof with an estimated 30-year lifespan. 
The good news about this building is that we are gutting just about everything, and so all of the surprises will be gone, potentially, Nuber said. We believe structurally it's a very sound building, so there shouldn't be a lot of surprises, but our responsibility as professionals is to monitor the work every month, if not multiple times a month. We will make sure that what we inspect is what's being installed, he said. If approved at the council's December meeting, Nuber said the project is expected to take an estimated 12 months to complete. This is a great report and very exciting to see this project come to its next phase, said Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder. Due to the severe weather on Saturday, the city of Spring Hill postponed their Christmas parade from Saturday, December 9th to Saturday, December 16th. The parade will begin at 5 p.m. and all logistics will remain the same. If you have any questions or require additional information, please contact the City of Spring Hill Communications Department at com at C-O-M-M-D-E-P-T at springhilltn.org. The 2024 class for the Tennessee Extension Master Gardeners Program is now open for registration. The TEMG program is so much more than a home horticulture class. It requires the class participants to make a commitment to the local Master Gardener Association, to community service, and to assist the UT Extension staff with the educational efforts within Murray County. Please return your completed application and payment as soon as possible. The class will be held to a manageable size and seats will be held on an as-paid basis. For more information and to find an application, visit www.murray.tennessee.edu. The final application and payment deadline has been extended to Friday, December 15th. The Tennessee Highway Patrol will be conducting sobriety roadside safety checkpoints during the week of December 15th on State Highway 7, 1.1 miles south of Knob Creek in Murray County, starting at 10 p.m. Impaired driving is a serious crime that kills more than 16,000 people and injures 305,000 other people every year in the United States. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll continue with more local news. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband, Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615 Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Bank with First Farmers and you can bank with confidence. With personalized solutions, dedicated experts, and over a century of experience, First Farmers lets you feel secure and empowered in your financial choices. This is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and I would like to remind you that no matter your goals, First Farmers is here for you. Visit MyFirstFarmers.com or call 1-800-882-8378 to switch to First Farmers today. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Jingle bells, houses sell all the time of the year. To get the most out of your house, let us help you there. With free home staging, yard landscaping, and some free repairs, we will carve for you to make your dreams come true. Mr. Grinch, beware. Merry Christmas to you and your family from George Varalis and The Way Realty. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus Christ changes lives. Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care.
You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Greenwich. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. Have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today. I apologize for the technical issues this morning. We'll continue with local news. The King's Daughter School and Heritage Bank and Trust are once again helping seek to make many Christmas wishes come true with the 23rd annual Santa's Mailbox Gift Drive. The annual drive will run through Thursday, December 14th. Wish letters can be picked up from Santa's Mailbox at Heritage Bank and Trust branches in Columbia and Mount Pleasant. The letters from disadvantaged are from disadvantaged King's Daughter students and state custody kids who will be spending Christmas on campus. Students have written down their Christmas wishes and letters to Santa. Santa's mailbox should be easy to spot when you walk into a Heritage Bank and Trust lobby. Each letter contains one Christmas wish item for a student, a press release states. We are so grateful to Heritage Bank and Trust for their support of our Santa's mailbox program. Many of our students cannot go home for the holiday, so the contributions of the bank, their customers, and our entire community make their Christmas wishes come true, King's Daughter School Executive Director Shauna Pounder said. Once gifts are returned, they will be wrapped by King's Daughter's staff members and placed in Santa's bag ready for delivery at the King's Daughter School campus on Christmas Eve. The school and bank members thank you ahead of time for helping make Christmas special for each and every child at KDS. The press release states, Heritage Bank and Trust is resuming hosting duties this year as a continued valued partner to King's Daughter School. Heritage Bank and Trust is proud to be a part of the wonderful work being done by the King's Daughter School, said Shelley Golden, King's Daughter School board member. The King's Daughter School is a nonprofit residential school that has provided academic, vocational, and life skills training to students with developmental delays for over 60 years. And now your hometown memorial, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. 
David Olin Malone passed away peacefully at his home on December 6th at the age of 84. The family will visit with friends for service on Thursday, December 14th from 4 to 5 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. A celebration of life will follow immediately at the Rebel in Columbia. Harvey Sherman Birkins Jr., 71, a retired millwright for General Motors and a resident of Columbia, died Thursday, December 7th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services will be conducted on Wednesday, December 13th at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Johnny N. Wooten, 86, a retired, I'm sorry, a resident of Columbia, Tennessee, passed away on December 7th. Visitation will be held at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia on Wednesday, January 3rd from 4 to 8 p.m. A memorial service will follow on Saturday, January 6th at 10 a.m., also at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Wooten will be laid to rest at Rose Hill Cemetery. David Allen Dyer, 80, a retired bus driver for Murray County Schools and a resident of Columbia, died on December 10th at his residence. A memorial service will be scheduled at a later date. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Online condolences may be extended at www.oaksandnichols.com. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. And why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important. But we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things. So the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours. And we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors. 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. And now news from around the state, sponsored by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. The Republican Governors Association Friday announced Tennessee Governor Bill Lee has been elected to serve as RGA chair for 2024. According to a release, Lee will replace Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp will serve as RGA vice chair. The election occurred at the end of RGA's recently held 2023 annual conference, and both governors will assume their positions immediately, serving for a one-year term. There are 26 states with Republican governors. In addition, and joining Lee, Kemp, and Reynolds, the following will serve as RGA's 2024 executive committee. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, South Carolina Governor Harry McMaster, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt will serve as policy chair. And now our final story of the day. You can enjoy the holiday lights in the park starting this week. The Columbia Parks and Recreation Department have lit up the parks this holiday season. 
Holiday lights at Riverwalk, Woodland, and Fairview Parks run through December 31st. Woodland and Fairview Parks are drive-through displays. Riverwalk Park is a walk-through display. Woodland Park is located at 821 West 9th Street in Columbia. Fairview Park is located at 871 Iron Bridge Road in Columbia. And Riverwalk Park is located at 102 Riverside Drive in Columbia. Woodland Park will have only one-way traffic entering via the bridge from West 9th Street during these times. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.